Hey, everybody, it's No Driving Gloves. We're uh, doing a little bonus episode here. Um, we're really privileged. Uh, I think Derek and I and heck, Will, we've talked about some of the uh, upcoming car events and thrown a few out. And there actually looks to be one that Derek and I might both show up at. Uh, we're, we're not too sure. We just were talking about that pre-show. We're happy to have Ken Gross join us. Uh, this evening to discuss the Chattanooga Motor Car Festival, which is uh, honoring Jim Pace this year. Der I guess Derek's with us tonight. I never said that. But. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm here too. And, <laughs> and, you know, really, John, I mean, it's it's not a might for me. I mean, Ken has pretty much uh, convinced me that I will be there. Corvette Museum is bringing two Corvettes for the show. There's no doubt in my mind that I'm going to show up, uh, so long as Ken doesn't get mad at me on this podcast and say, never mind, don't show up. <laughs> So it's really up to you to show up, John. <laughs> well, you, you you obviously are bringing me a rental car. I can use one of those vets over the weekend, right? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Doesn't hurt to ask. How are you doing tonight, Ken? Uh, just fine. Working out a number of details for Chattanooga right now. Um, we have more cars than we had last year. The street size hasn't changed. So uh, Mike Tilson <laughs> and I are working to get 160 cars into the, the various streets I think it's going to be very exciting. If anyone went in 2019, it'll be a very different show. If you haven't been, we're excited to uh, welcome you. Yeah, I used to uh, do the swap, uh, motorcycle swap meet for the Barber Vintage Festival and always trying to figure out how, how to adjust the spots to get a little bit more revenue, get a couple more spots rented and shuffling things around like that. And at least you don't have the people that have legacy parking spots or legacy spots. No. Oh. I just hate to say no to people who have really nice cars. It's, it's, it's tough to say no. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I think, you know, Ken, going back, you know, just it's a great problem to have, to have too many cars or, or have that many cars, especially you're, you know, coming into the essentially second year of, of hosting this and having more people wanting to come. But the cool thing for anybody that has not been to this, because I was there in 19, we had a whole, a whole street of Corvettes. It was awesome it's a whole different feeling than almost any other car show because you're in the streets of Chattanooga. So not only are you able to walk around and see all these great cars parked on the streets, but all the businesses are open. You can jump into a restaurant and get a sandwich and pop back out and see more cars. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a very cool setting to be able to do this and essentially be walking around downtown and partaking in all these fantastic cars that you guys bring in. And literally, you can walk out of the, the um, Weston or the Indigo and be in the show. Uh, there's, and it, it's a very short walk to uh, the new area where the track is, uh, but we do have electric shuttles uh, getting people back, uh, back and forth. So everything is within, uh, really, you could say eye distance, walking distance. Uh, it's all right there. You park your car or, or you get your hotel room, you don't have to worry about anything else. And John, John, you haven't been, so you don't know how cool it is. That's why you got to come. Yeah, I say, yeah, I, I, I've always, always meant to come. When it, you never think of Chattanooga as a car place, you really never think of the South as a um, car, <laughs> car town. Well, we've got Coker Tire within a, a baseball throw of, of the Weston Hotel with Cookies Museum and and so forth. Uh, Derek mentioned our lineup of Corvettes. Uh, the um, between Derek's museum and the. General Motors Heritage Collection loss uh, in 2019. They brought let us uh, have some wonderful cars on display. We had a brand new C8, which a lot of people hadn't seen. And this year, uh, continuing with their goodness, 
we have two GM Motorama Firebirds, Firebird 1 and 2. Number 3 is on display at the DIA. And we have the Cadillac Cyclone, uh, the car that impressed Ed Welburn uh, to uh, eventually become the head of design for GM. And the Cadillac Le Mans, which many people may have never seen. It's a two-seater Cadillac, which wouldn't have been a Corvette uh, contender, but might have been a, another roadster for uh, General Motors to, uh, to sell. And they're all rare cars. They're all silver. I think it'll be an exciting visual for people to see. And we have uh, Christo from the Heritage Center and myself. My dad took me to the GM Motorama at the Commonwealth Armory in Boston in 1955. It's a lasting memory. So we'll talk about Motorama and the effect these great shows had while people can see some of the cars. And let's just uh, quickly, we probably should tell people the dates. I obviously have your web page behind me, but if, for those that are not watching the show, uh, October 15th through 17th, about two weeks off. You benefit Neuroscience Innovation Foundation and the CHI Memorial Neuroscience Center. And I'm, I'm kind of partial a little bit to some those nonprofits in particular uh, due to friends and family, I guess you would say. What kind of special, are, are you guys doing seminars? Are you going to have presentations, special guests or anything like that going on? Or The answer is yes, yes, and yes. Um, <laughs> We uh, will have discuss. We're, we're going to have a group of Tuckers, so we'll have Mike Tucker and uh, and some other Tucker aficionados to talk about Tuckers. Porsche Cars North America is going to have a forum where we'll have people as diverse as Brian Redman and David Hobbs who race 917s, and uh, people like Tanner Faust to talk about how Porsche influenced them as uh, as kids. We'll we have Ray Evernham there um, and Linda Vaughn. And Keith Martin and Elenda Cadme, and uh, the list kind of goes on, on and on. I met the drivers that I uh, that I mentioned. Uh, we'll have two seminars each uh, day: Friday, Saturday, and and Sunday forums. Uh, and you can watch those. You don't have to be cooped up in an auditorium with somebody who may or may not have had a vaccine. We'll be outside uh, because we've got stages at either end of the uh, of the concourse where we don't have people like Wayne Carini and Keith Martin talking about cars and Tom Cotter. We will have uh, some bands playing, so it's it's nonstop in terms of entertainment. You know, you said you were putting together some last-minute logistics there to deal with that many VIP guests, and I mean that that's a pretty stout list of names there. That's not even all of them. Oh gosh, Lynn St. James didn't mention her, and Corky Coker, of course, um, did say Wayne Wayne Perini. Oh, and Scott Speed will be there. I mean, people do like to get up close and personal and get autographs and talk to these folk. And uh, everyone we have, I feel, are the, the sort of celebrity, if you will, who's really a car guy or a car gal. And they're they're there to, uh, to talk to you, to meet you, and to sign autographs and be part of the show. Very, very interesting. You're, you're really teasing me with at least driving up for a day. Chattanooga is not that far from my home. You, uh, you mentioned, and I'll, I'd just like to underscore, the neuroscience re research and the CHI Memorial, all the proceeds, every penny goes to, to support uh, neuroscience research, uh, ALS and stroke, Parkinson's disease. The research that's done in Chattanooga is world-class. Uh, they've developed a computerized way. Someone has a stroke in another part of the country. The uh, scientists, doctors in Chattanooga can give them directions as to what to do for the medical procedure remotely. They're only advancing this type of research more and more. We were going to have uh, Michael J. Fox, but because of COVID, he unfortunately 
isn't coming. We were, we're having a Mecham auction, and Dana Mecham was going to help us raffle off a DeLorean. Well, we're still going to do that and, and and do the money for charity, but unfortunately, Michael J. Fox had to uh, had to cancel. But there'll be plenty more. Now, say, unfortunately, COVID's put a wrench into a lot of things. And you you mentioned earlier the majority of these events are outside, correct? Or all of them are outside? Everything. Everything's outside. And I assume, you know, masks are encouraged even outside, but... Well, state of, state of Tennessee rules uh, will apply and whatever whatever they're telling us we have we have to do. We, we have a special display of uh, 18 Ferraris this year, and they are over-the-top Ferraris. I mean, we're talking a, a, um, an art spider and a, and a 500 TRC from Bill Marriott and a 342 America that, that's a one-of-one Nickelodeon car. So that'll be at the um, right in front of the Weston on special grass pads that uh, Byron DeFore uh, developed for the hotel with the hope that one day they'd have a car show. We're going to take the bright red cars and put them on that green grass and it'll look like a Ferrari Christmas. Now, is that is that the um, the pads that some of we had some of the Corvettes on uh, in 19? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because that is that is fantastic. I mean, we had some of the Corvettes set up there. I think the day before the Concours, and it was just it was killer. It is a beautiful setting to have those cars on. We haven't mentioned the racetrack yet. In 2019, we had sort of a point to point track arrangement that ran along the, the river. Uh, Byron DeFore and his brother Ken have. Um, uh, endeared themselves to the city of Chattanooga by building great hotels, restaurants, and so forth, and uh, developing the um, the section where the where the show is, and uh, it's called the West Village. Uh, and now they've been allowed to build a 2.1 mile circular racetrack. Uh, but by circular, I mean it's enclosed. But of course, there's right and left turns and a little elevation and so forth. They're going to expand it uh, next year even longer. But for this year, we'll have a two mile course. You can take your Lola T70 and go blasting around on it. And is that now, is that using some of the city streets that, and they're just kind of blocking them off and, and creating? Well, they repaved a few because uh, they thought that some of these cars would be bouncing into the river if they didn't. But yes, it's a, it's a city street course with uh, appropriate barriers. I mean, we've already had a couple of racing experts look at it, including Brian Redman, who said that he'd, uh, he'd like to drive it. I think we're going to be in good shape. We have uh, Chris Vandegrift, who you all probably know from Laguna Seca and California sports car racing. And Chris is in charge of the race portion. Uh, and he's brought people in from HSR and other sanctioning bodies. We think we've got the right people to run it. I'm looking forward to a, a lap on the track, although I'd like to do it in Corky Coker's Mercer Race about. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Technically, you have a full-fledged vintage race going on in addition to this. We do, and we also have two days of road rally uh, organized by the uh, the Coker Tire uh, people and the Great Race people. So uh, if you, you enter a car for the rally, you could do one or two days in the Tennessee countryside. It's not one of those intense time, speed, distance, headache-producing, fight with your with your co-pilot uh, type of type of rally. There'll be more, a lot. It'll be a lot more fun. It's not a powder puff, but it's um, it's not going to give you a, a migraine. Is that open to select vehicles or anybody who pays the fee or is it, what's the criteria? Yeah, run what you brung. I mean, we want sports cars, GT cars, interesting cars, hot rods even. We've got a little of everything. And now for those of us that 
although we're at the Corvette Museum, uh, as you can see in the background, we like older cars too. Uh, a good friend of mine is bringing a car, and I'm to understand you guys are having the Ragtime Racers there as well. I, I heard that. I don't know the details, but maybe you do. Uh, that that's I, I have heard that they are going to be there. Uh, a good friend of mine is bringing his EMF racer down. Um, they're going to have that kind of brass era early race car you know, group set up. That at least that's what I've heard. Ken didn't mean to didn't mean to surprise you. <laughs> oh, no, if it's uh, if it's brass, it's Corky Coker who's handling that for us. Ah, Corky's bringing quite a few of his cars in addition to the Mercer that I mentioned. He's got Thomas Flyers. Uh, your friend probably mm-hmm. knows that EMF stands for every mechanical failure, right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Despite the name of the three partners, it quickly became known as... But I, I, I judged that car. Uh, it's a black uh, Speedster, I think, or dark color. Nope, nope, not not that one. It's uh, it's a red one. Uh, okay, they'll be welcome. I love brass cars myself. Anytime you, you have a 100-year-old car, you get people looking at it, and they can't believe it. it can even turn a wheel forgetting that people drove those things across country. They drove them around town. They, they were, they were our first auto. And they, I mean, they raced it at over a hundred miles an hour. A lot of those early brass cars. I mean, there, there are some large engine, very fast, uh, brass era cars. So if, you know, if they get a chance to run them and, and I've seen the ragtime racers run, they don't always take it easy on those cars. So. Right. That'll be welcome. Let's kind of we'll discuss the the motoring festival festival, but let's say I brought a partner, you know, my wife or my kids or my girlfriend or somebody who's not necessarily into cars as much, or and you need to pacify them. I, and I, I've never been there. What kind of um, things are within walking distance? You keep talking down on the river, and for some reason, I keep picturing you near the aquarium or something. But. Well, the aquarium is certainly one of the uh, the big attractions. There's a rock climbing wall if you've got a particularly adventurous uh, partner. There's great shopping, great restaurants. Uh, Chattanooga is a very people-friendly city, and they're, um, they're used to having large crowds. They do the Ironman Festival. They do a number of other citywide events. I don't think your partner will be bored. And if, if she wants to buy you a present, she can go to our uh, automobile exhibit, which is being uh, run by the people who do Automobilia magazine and get you a gas globe or uh, a neon sign or some, some other trinket. Just just what John needs, a flashing neon sign to bring more attention <laughs> I, I, to himself. I see a pretty Spartan garage behind Derek, though. He could probably use a little bit of signage to perk it up. <laughs> hey, come on. It's about the cars. Come on. Ken, what, uh, let's, let's get into a little bit deeper part of the story. What led you to get involved in creating this uh, back well, this in 2009? Really, uh, Byron DeFore and his brother Ken, uh, they, this was their idea. They worked with Corky Coker, and they worked with Jim Pace, who was a unique, uh, really wonderful guy, a racer, a racing instructor, and uh, just, I, I miss him terribly. Uh, I only met him last uh, uh, two years ago, but we worked together, and if you've ever been in a situation where uh, you just you meet someone and you immediately start finishing one another's sentences and you know that if he says it's done it's done uh, or it's handled it's handled uh, I uh, we, we, we have three people to replace Jim with the organization but they they really conceptualized the whole thing and uh, they had other people managing it and I had um, pretty busy I had no intention of doing anything like this. And a friend of mine recommended me to Byron because they suddenly had a gap and needed someone as a Concord director. And 
when Byron first called, I said, you know, I'm busy. I really can't help you on deadlines of a book I'm working on. He said, well, you, you eat breakfast, don't you? I said, I do. He said, well, where are you eating breakfast tomorrow morning? And I said, probably in my kitchen. What have you got in mind? He said, um, how far are you from Dulles Airport? I said, I'm 25 miles. He said, well, we have a plane. I'll fly up and meet you for breakfast. You can meet some of our team, and we'll tell you what we're about, and maybe you'll be interested. So they did. So Jim and uh, Ember Suchet and, and Byron came up, and I listened to what they had to say, both about the event and about the neuroscience research, because a good friend of mine, former racer, had just died of ALS. And I, I, I said, you know what? I'll help you. And uh, I just liked them. I liked their, the approach they were taking, and uh, I thought... Uh, I'd enjoy working with these people. So, you know, like any writer does, I moved some deadlines around and jumped in. And uh, we had a uh, uh, exciting first year. And I mean, Derek, I don't want to brag, but I, I don't think that people felt that it was the first time event. Would, would you say that's a fair statement? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it, it felt like it had been going on for years. I mean, the, the crowd that showed up, um, the interest, I mean, even with, we kind of got a cold snap, if you remember that. And it, it was quite chilly the first morning there, but it didn't stop anybody. They still came out. I mean, it was it, it was kind of cool, too, to see it because it just showed how open Chattanooga is to this kind of event. And, I mean, there's probably not a lot of cities in this country that would shut down so much of the streets to host a, a car event like this. I mean, it is it, it was impressive and I didn't hear anyone complain, uh, gripe. I, it, but somebody, I think somebody was trying to hunt me down because firing up a 63 Z06 split window Corvette at 5.30 in the morning in front of the Weston Hotel, uh, I woke a few people up. But, um, you know, it's, well, it's all part of the game. Right? Enthusiast, you don't mind. You truly don't mind. I'm, I'm going back to it. If I decide to drive up or come over, I'm, I'm not going to do all, you know, 15, 16, 17, all three days. You know, any idea on a mission or anything or tickets and ease of parking and all, all that? Or I know you said you had electric shuttles and things. but Well, all that's on the website for, for detail. But okay. uh, And the website is, for those people who are listening, uh, so I don't, I don't miss, a, miss a trick here. It's www.chattanoogamotorcar.com. And I think you'll find it pretty um, pretty informative from what I've seen. We we think it's reasonably priced. You know, we looked at other other events to see. Um, but you can go for one day, two, or three. You don't have to do it all. I didn't mention the, the Vintage Boat Show, but uh, we've got that going on as well. Um, I think there's, there's kind of something for um, uh, for everyone. Uh, you're not leaving much out. Uh, you know, tra- trains and planes are, are upcoming in, what, 22 and 23? <laughs> Yeah, I was, yeah, I was gonna, how do we get trains and planes involved here? Because man, <laughs> I'm amazed at what your team's put together. Because you know, I've I've done some very been part of a team for large scale events, and they're just it's just a massive thing to do, and then to do it all you know for charity. It's a wonderful thing that all of you are you know putting together, and I guess the car collectors of the you know world, and because. I also know it's tough to get these West Coast guys to bring their stuff to the East Coast. Now, granted, Tennessee's not quite the East Coast, but it's pretty darn close. We looked at that, and to, to speak to it for a moment, um, we thought that each year from now on, we'll take a particular mark, and we'll invite some of the big players and see if they'll uh, see if they'll come host them with a special dinner and so forth. That really worked with Ferrari. I mean, we've got 18 over-the-top 
uh, cars, and I'm I'm not talking 308s and 355s and whatever, but but serious V12 Enzo, uh, great great cars, F40s and so forth. And we think that that's a strategy that will will work in the future too, because uh, people will say, we hope, hey, we went to Chattanooga, we brought our our car, we had a great time. Uh, the Ingram family, who owns some spectacular Porsches up in Durham, North Carolina, they came the first year, uh, brought two cars that were still uh, uh, dripping from the lawn at Pebble Beach, and they're bringing two cars again uh, again this year. And that's what we hope to um, hope to attract your basic next door neighbor collector and some of the people who you read about in the magazines and, and see on, uh, on videos. And Ken, I think for people that don't know you and, and I know you don't, you know, you want to talk about Chattanooga, but to pull off a show like this and, you know, John's been involved in them. I I've been involved, obviously, you know, it's not like you're just, you're not just going out there and, and pulling this all out of the weeds. I mean, you are, you're engrossed in the, automotive community you have a strong background i mean you were at the peterson for quite some time you've done amazing exhibits and brought cars together at museums all around the country you yourself have a a rolodex uh, unlike any other and and that's a big opportunity for chattanooga to be able to pull these cars in you know people enjoy showing their cars as you well know people will loan you cars as a museum uh, people like to bring their cars to major events uh, and we can capitalize on that. The other thing, too, is that with COVID, so many events have been shut down. The month of October, I mean, we're Trish and I were in uh, St. Michael's last week, Radnor the week before. We're going to Newport this weekend and then Hershey and on and on. So everything's been kind of jammed into the end of the year. And I think we can capital, we've capitalized a little bit on the fact that people didn't get to do things in the spring. And now they... Uh, and now they can. I forgot to mention, I, I love museums as a as someone who likes to ran the Peterson and likes to do art museum exhibits. So in addition to the Corvette Museum and the GM Heritage Center, Tennessee's own Jeff Lane is bringing literally a reliable truck full of his cars. Now, that that's only five cars of normal size, but it's a lot of cars. That's kind of Jeff's size. And at the same time, he's going to bring his Dimaxion three-wheeler, the... Um, Buckminster Fuller crazy car and, I, and one of his propeller cars. So we'll have, that's another attraction that we'll have. The Barber Museum is bringing some cars. Uh, I just, I just think you, you won't be disappointed if you can. Yeah, Jeff definitely has a very eclectic uh, collection. We had him on, I don't know, a year ago or so on the show. And he, he's a great guy. I visited with him up at his museum and well, he drives his cars, which I think are amazing, given how difficult some uh, of them I, are. I'm amazed we talked to him because yeah. he does that rally every year. And not only does he drive his cars, he lets people pay to, you know, do road rallies in his cars. And that really says a lot to for trust and, you know, to have the confidence. You know, so many, you know, museums even have cars that run, but they don't really run that well. But for him to hand it to somebody uh, really says a lot. A Corvette Museum should do that. Hey, hey, the, the, the Corvette Museum cars all run really well. And we're we're bringing one quiet one this year and one loud one. And if if Ken is so inclined, and maybe uh, I think it's Chris is running the racetrack, if they'll allow us, we may go out and, and make some noise with the loud one if they would like us to. So Chris is looking at it uh, because of the way the, race, the races are scheduled. But personally, I would love to do that. Uh, in 2019, love you to do that. In 2019, we had Tanner Faust doing burnouts and wheelies uh, and, and 
the crowd loves it and kids love it. You know, uh, we we cannot continue this hobby if kids aren't <laughs> interested. And you know, whatever it takes, if it's a smoky burnout or a crazy costume or a nutty car, to just get that little peak of interest, then uh, we'll we'll have done our job. One thousand percent, exactly. Well, you've convinced me to probably clear the calendar. Like I said, hopefully we got some of the listeners to do that. Is there anything else or otherwise probably, you know, as a bonus episode, we'll go about 30 minutes tonight. Anything else we've we've missed? I mean, it seems no matter, we, we say something and you remember something else about the show, Ken, or? <laughs> well, I, I, I'd, I'd like to leave a few things as surprises <laughs> for, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and the surprises I think would be the, some of the cars that will, um, that will be there. Um, my friend Myron Vernis from Akron, Ohio, is bringing a, a Paxton, uh, a car that was originally designed to run on steam power, but they could never quite make it work. So now it has a, a flat four a Porsche engine, but it's it's the way it appeared on the cover of Road and Track in 1956. Most people have probably never seen anything quite quite like it, and uh, you know it'll it'll be there. Uh, Jeff uh, Hacker. Uh, for those of you who know Forgotten Fiberglass, uh, Jeff, Jeff is with some of his friends is bringing a couple of these big fiberglass sport customs that uh, represented a brief flash uh, the, by some backyard inventor uh, to to build a great automobile. And there many have survived, and we'll have some of those. So um, I like to think that um, people will come, they will have a good time, and they'll want to come back, and hopefully they'll want to bring a car next time because we're we're open to that. What what I love what I love about that, John, you're probably about to say the same thing, is that Myron and Jeff, the two people you just listed, are previous guests of the show, and we enjoyed having them on. I, I actually laughed because Ken, as you know, Myron and I are good friends. Um, hiding behind me, in between the Falcon and the Chrysler, um, is actually a car I bought from Myron, one of his uh, oddballs that he was getting rid of. It also just kind of shows. You know, for those of us that are in the community and and as you talked about, you know, getting younger generations involved, it's a close knit circle. We all we all know each other. We're all friends. You know, this is a, a hobby that brings people together and we all get to know each other and enjoy doing this. And I think that's one of the cool, cool things about this show it brings everybody together. And like you say, if you can get the younger generation, which there were a lot of kids walking around in 19, a lot of families brought their younger, you know, kids to see the cars and we're all welcoming to those younger generations. And I mean, I sat and talked to every kid that was interested in any of the Corvettes. I wanted them to know everything they wanted to know about them. So it's a great opportunity to get introduced to some of these people like Ken, like Myron, like Wayne, all the people that he's listed, Corky Coker's there running around like crazy. And that's, you know, the the younger kids get to meet these people and they start talking to them and meet more of the people in the circle. Uh, That's how I got into this. This is, that's, that's how I got to know people like Ken and Myron is just going to a show and introducing myself. John mentioned, uh, do we have anything else? And I forgot to mention the, uh, uh, the, the legendary charity Cruise In, uh, legendary slash Coker Tire, is sponsoring a literally a run what you bring. Bring, bring it. We've got, uh, I think we have about 30 different clubs who are, who are all going to come with their with their cars. And then others, individuals whose cars aren't in the concourse, uh, are welcome to come to the charity Cruise In on Saturday. 
So we moved everything up a little bit. Last year, uh, 2019, pardon me, the Concours was on Saturday. This year it's on Sunday, and Saturday will be the charity cruising. So uh, and the races go on all the time. So, I uh, again, I, I uh, you better come, John. I think it's just just better. What what, what one day would you, if I if I only could come for one day, what one day would you come for? Well, Sunday would be the the, ma- the major day. I think. Yep. I'll be honest. I clicked over here to media credentials, and I'm going. Eh, maybe I can figure out this. So, <laughs> might just be able to swing that. Judy Strokos organizes that for us. She's just been named to the Motorsport Hall of Fame. Uh, she was the uh, the queen of timing and scoring back in the uh, in the 50s and 60s and early 70s. Some people joke that uh, she had the the strongest bladder of anybody at the track, so she could sit there and never miss a lap. But having been friends with Judy for over 50 years, it, it's all in here. And uh, she's she's a brilliant lady, and she'll uh, she's handling our PR for us. So uh, uh, tell her Ken sent you. I I just might. Like I said, we've covered the show extensively, and we want to make sure we don't pull every little nugget out of you. Great talking with you. You've like I said, went from eh, maybe I'll go to yeah, I got to figure out how to get there. Obviously, Derek's going to be there with some, uh, some toys from his day job. I'm kind of anxious to go up and see that. Great. Anything else you would need to ask Derek or? No, it's just always a pleasure to, to sit down and talk to Ken anytime I get a chance. So uh, I'm glad we were able to get together and, and talk about this show. And I am looking forward to about two weeks right. from no, now. We, we really appreciate the opportunity with you all to, uh, to let more people know, uh, know about Chattanooga. And so thank you very much for your time. Right. Thank you for staying up a little bit out of normal business hours to accommodate us too, so Ken. And uh, hopefully I get to meet you here in a couple of weeks personally. I look forward to it. 